It is Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball tonight. Uh, back on the road, Sioux Falls Lincoln, the opponents. Head coach Cole Knipling joins us. So winners of four in a row, trying to make it five in a row tonight on the road. 46-42, heck of a win in Harrisburg a couple days after. You're still kind of on a high after that uh, that win a couple days ago. Yeah, I'm just proud of how they really responded in the second half. You know, we really didn't play that good of basketball offensively in the first half. And I just thought we came out and, and kind of cleaned up our offense and hit some shots. So it was a big one. Really needed that. And like I said, at the end of the at the end of the season, that'll be a big one for seed points. You really took control of the, in that second half with that ten nothing run. Uh, well, I mean, just you, you just started to make shots. Was that just the the big difference in that third quarter? Yeah, that was a big part of it. You know, Sarah Siebert really stepped up and hit some big ones. And, you know, Sarah Staver, she's just so aggressive. You know, everybody's got to respond to her drives. And she found a couple open people, and we, we got her done. I kind of talked about that last night at practice even. As you know, we defensively, we still got to clean it up a little bit. I thought we gave up a lot of open shots. But we were we were the ones that were making them, and they weren't. We talked a lot about Emily Boyer of Harrisburg before the game on Tuesday. She had 17, but it just didn't seem like uh... – she had many touches. Caitlin Christensen looked like she did a pretty good job on her. Uh, I, I think I said after the game, it was a quiet 17. It didn't seem like she dominated uh, the game like maybe she did last year. Yeah, if you look at it, I think about eight of those 17 came in about five possessions where, and it really wasn't Caitlin's fault. You know, Caitlin was really trying to work to deny the pass in, but we lost our backside help there. So if you would have taken away that little stretch at the end of the third quarter where we were kind of trading baskets with them, you're right, Caitlin really did a great job on her. I was really proud of that. Caitlin had an outstanding game, and she's a really big part of all four of these last four wins. It's just been her kind of raising her play. Cole Knippling joins us. Uh, that, that that win at Harrisburg kind of reminds me of that Brandon Valley win last year. Uh, Brandon Valley, I think, a little, little better than Harrisburg this year, but it seemed like a good win on the road against a good team. Uh, was it similar to that Brandon Valley win uh, last year? Yeah, I think the feel, you know, for for the girls it was, just because it's a place that we, you know, I think last year at Brandon Valley, all those girls said they'd never beaten Brandon Valley, you know, and the same kind of feel for Harrisburg. It's just a team we'd never really beaten, definitely hadn't beaten them at Harrisburg. So, you know, hopefully that'll kind of, you know, turn some heads and get people to wake up and realize that we are playing a lot better Brandon basketball and, and get our girls to start believing that it doesn't matter where we go, it doesn't matter who we play. Uh, we play the right way, we can win. And looking at the halfway uh, point of the season, how's the rota- ro- rotation changed her last couple weeks as far as who you bring off the bench and your starting lineup? How have things kind of changed here the past couple weeks? You know, with Aaliyah, she got sick and then she was hurt. You know, and so between mm-hmm. the two things, um, you know, we had to elevate Lauren Van Overshield to the starting lineup. Um, and then Addie Seamson, we put her on varsity right, right around Christmas time. And over the Christmas break, she hit those big shots to win that first game, and and she's really kind of carved out a role for her as the as a sixth man. So I thought Lauren has done a good job as the fifth starter. She's really kind of stepped up, and, and it, what it does is it kind of puts um, everybody can shoot the basketball around uh, Sawyer. It kind of makes it tough to guard, you know. And Addie Addie just brings a good defensive element. I think Delaney Dagan's really every time we put her in, good things have happened, and. You know, we don't always use it, but when, when we need uh, somebody for the bottom of our zone, that bottom line, uh, Maddie Kemp, she does a good job of defending and rebounding. So I think those three have really kind of carved out their roles as the first three off the bench. And, and hopefully Aaliyah just started practicing yesterday. We can get her back and rolling here in a week or so. Again, very young team with some eighth graders and some freshmen, sophomores, seeing some big minutes. And how, how have the rest of the sophomore teams, the JV teams, how have they done this year? You know, our sophomore team, or sorry, our, our JV team um, has played a lot of tight games, but hasn't won a whole lot. You know, JV is always tough because, 
you're trying to gel a lot of the classes together. It's the first time you don't just play with yours. Um, so, so they're, they're working, but, um, the, uh, C team is nine and two mm-hmm. and, and playing really good basketball. So that's been kind of fun. Um, you know, they had a great win versus Harrisburg too. They didn't lead until the last two minutes and won that game. So they, they've really learned how to win at that group and, uh, playing well. And you got Sioux Falls Lincoln tonight again on the road. A uh, team that kind of scores in the mid 40s. Does that kind of kind of benefit you guys to where could see maybe, maybe a similar game to what we saw in Harrisburg? You know, so that's the goal. They, they played pretty well at times versus Washington on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they're capable. They got a lefty that can really shoot it, and she got hot in the first half and kept them in it for a while, but Washington's pressure got to them. But yeah, they're, they're similar to us, they, they got a lot of length. Um, they run a one-three-one trap in the full court and the half court. So I think a big part of this is going to be um, whose own defense turns over the other team. So hopefully ours is better than theirs. Um, and we just got to get out the shooters. They do have a couple pretty capable shooters that we just want to make sure that uh, we're leaving the right people open on the on the perimeter, not the wrong ones. Sioux Falls Lincoln, the opponent tonight. Coach Cole Knipling joins us. Coach, good luck here, and we'll see you after the game. I appreciate it. Thanks. Mitchell with a win tonight would go from one and six to six and six. They've won four in a row. They've got wins over Pier, Sturgis, Spearfish, and Harrisburg. They can pull it off again tonight versus Sioux Falls Lincoln. Lincoln's at six and five, uh, currently in the eighth seed as far as power points are concerned. Mitchell Colonel Girls, they've bumped all the way up to that 11th seed. They were outside the top 16 at this point last week, heading into those games Friday and Saturday. Uh, last Friday night versus Sturgis, Colonels were in that 17 spot. It was you need to win a couple games to get to that 16 spot. And as uh, Coach mentioned there, that that win versus Harrisburg going to be a good win if if Harrisburg can get above that 500 mark. Uh, that may end up being one of the better wins that uh, the Mitchell girls have this season. But a win tonight, you got to play well like you did against a Harrisburg on Tuesday, but a win tonight would be another impressive one. Even get you closer to that top eight. If you finish in that top eight, uh, you get to host one of those Sodak 16 uh, games. So things can turn quickly uh, here for the Mitchell Colonels. They'd be 6-6 six and six with a win here tonight, and it's a, a very tough end of the schedule for Mitchell as they take on the top five teams in the state in their final five games. So they got to make some hay here and knock off Sioux Falls Lincoln tonight. Elsewhere across the state, the number one O'Gorman, they're 10-1 on the season. They'll be at Pier later on tonight. Also, a Rapid City Stevens takes on Rapid City Central. Uh, those are uh, number four and number five in the state, and those two teams are combined 19-2. and two. So a good battle tonight at Rapid City Central and uh, Watertown uh, girls at Douglas tonight. If you were to say there's maybe a sixth best team in the state, Watertown, in that conversation. The top five, uh, no doubt about it who the top five teams in the state are, but uh, uh, that that next five, there's a bit of a question. So uh, we'll get you some scores updated here throughout the rest of this ball game. Should be a good one tonight. Colonels at Sioux Falls Lincoln. Girls game coming up next, right only here on KORN. Uh, Stabner, that's her game, getting to the uh, lane. Had a good look at that uh, that first drive, misses it. Here comes Lincoln moving across the court right to left. I'll give it to Addison Sand right side. Now here's a drive by Fawcett. Left corner, a deep two. That one is no good. And a rebound by Stabram. That was Simon, that first one. Here's a good outlet pass. Layup is good to Siebert. Great pass at half court by Stabner. Colonels lead 2-0. 
Yeah, really well done in transition that time by the Colonels. A nice job to get that ball ahead to Stabner to get that easy basket. And rebounding going to be big here, limiting Lincoln to just one possession. Here's a drive by Syme, the lefty. She leaves that one short, gets her own board, kicks it out to Sand. Sand off glass, no good. And we get our first foul. It'll be on Mitchell with 7.04 to go. So early on, Mariah Syme, uh, she's got a couple early shots. Yeah, she's probably a lot like Stabner in the fact that she kind of gets going once she sees that her team is down. And after that uh, easy basket by Stabner, she just kind of turned on the switch and attacked the basket. So perhaps we're going to see, uh, you know, who's a bit more aggressive here tonight between Stabner and Syme. Addison Sand to the line, hits the first free throw. She's a 5'8 senior guard, and uh, she'll miss the second half. Colonels get the rebound. Foul was on Stabner, her first, and she's already got a couple of rebounds and an assist here in the first minute. Cross court, here left side to Siebert. 2-1, Colonels lead one minute in. Christensen underneath, driving to her right. Kicks it back out to Giblin. Now at half court to Siebert. Colonels push it left side to Stabner. 15 to shoot. She drives right side, contact, and she should. Get a couple free throws here. 6.43 to go in the first quarter. This is the first foul on the Patriots. Stabner to shoot two. Yeah, Stabner showing no fear as she never does. Just going right in that lane. It was pretty well clogged up that time by the Patriots, but she just kind of went right by Addie Fawcett and attacked the basket. Layup was no good, but she's just kind of getting herself going early in this game. Free throw is good for Stabner. Colonel's lead here by two. Stabner's free throws much improved versus Harrisburg, and look at uh, this one off the back iron. Rebound out of bounds, last touch by Lincoln, so the Colonels with a chance here. Have maybe a three- or four-point possession. Fresh shot clock here, 3-1 to one Mitchell, about 90 seconds into this one. Giblin gets it in, layup underneath for Stabner, leaves it short, rebound, though, is off of Lincoln. Here with uh, th- 34 on the shot clock, that was only a, that was a long one second. As a Stabner with another rebound, not able to get that first field goal as of yet. Well, Siebert throws it in again for Mitchell. They get it to Van Overshield. Boy, she was out of bounds. Uh, Lincoln was. Uh, they were fighting Van Overshield for that ball. That was uh, Syme as they knock it out of bounds again. So Lincoln very active here on the inbounds. Colonels underneath their own basket. Giblin trying to get it in, does to Siebert, and we're ready to go here. And Stabner's been aggressive early on. She's on the right side. Now dribbles left to the hoop again, loses it, and it'll be off of Lincoln. This is the third tip in this possession off of Lincoln. There we go, kind of in a stalemate here. 6.27 to go. Colonel's up 3-1. to one. And Giblin will throw it in this time. 23 on the shot clock. Siebert wide open three right side. That one is no good. Rebound uh, for Syme, and she'll bring it up. Long possession. Colonel's had four or five opportunities on that one. Simul drive left side past Siebert, and there's Stabner in those long arms to knock it out of bounds. It, it, it's very apparent to who, who the player is for, for uh, Lincoln early on. Mariah Syme, 5'8", uh, guard. She's a junior, and she's pretty much uh, attempted all their shots thus far. 3-1, Mitchell leads early. And Colonel's in that uh, bit of a zone defense. And switch Van Overshield now on Syme. They get it to a Fawcett. Fawcett on the right side, 10 to shoot. Syme, does she want to drive? She will. The lefty puts it up. Oh, that was a, on, a, on a line drive, and uh, Seam gets it to go. And we're tied at three. This one out of bounds, knocked out. Last touch by the Colonels. Colonels pass too long there in that uh, left corner. 
for the Colonels with their first turnover tonight, and we're tied at three. Yeah, Colonels are trying to get something in transition there, trying to get a quick one down the uh, down the court, but that time the pass a little bit too strong, went out of bounds. Underneath, layup is good. That's Addison Sand, 5'8 guard underneath, and Lincoln leads here for the first time, 5-3. to three. Now some pressure being applied by the Patriots here in the half court. You're going to see a little bit of pressure. They said a 1-3-1 a one, one trapping zone is what they said. Here's Van Overshield for three in the left wing. That is good. Nice. First three-pointer tonight for the Colonels. It's Lauren Van Overshield, the freshman. Mitchell back up 6-5 to five and three more dollars for Mitchell Roofing and Siding. And we know she can do that. She got off to a really slow start Tuesday night at Harrisburg, but it's a really good sign they're landing early for her. Pass underneath, way off the mark, no good. Way too high by Allison Honor, and we get a whistle. I think we get a tie-up, and I think this goes back to Lincoln. So Colonels turn it over there on the tie-up. Colonels had it. Lincoln ties him up and gets the possession. Three minutes into this one, 6-5. to five. Mitchell with the lead. Looking to get back to 500 here at 6-6 six and six on the season. They won four in a row. Deep three by Sand on the right side, off the back iron. Rebound by Christensen. She lost it. But uh, let's see, I believe Lincoln touched it last. They're going to have a conference here. Who touched it last? Stabner or the Patriots? What do we got? It'll be Patriots ball. They say Stabner touched it last. 33 on the shot clock. 4.49 to go here in this first quarter. Lincoln, they get it in. Maria Syme at half court. Dribbles left. She is left-handed. Here's Fawcett. Now they get it down low. Kick out. Another three attempts. And this one is short again by uh, Sand. Putback is no good. Christensen on the boards for Mitchell. Here comes Stabner. She loses it. We're going to get a foul. This will be on the freshman Lubavitch. Her first team seconds. Oh, it's on Syme. Excuse me. Well, that's good for Mitchell. It's on Maria Syme. Her first team second. As you knew, Stabner had that rebound. She was going to go coast to coast. He was uh, tripped up near uh, near half court. Yeah, that was a really good defensive possession by the Colonels because Sioux Falls Lincoln had two good looks at a layup, and neither one oh, went down. A three nearly went in for Stabner. That's becoming more of a part of her game from that left wing. That one hit the back iron, nearly got a friendly bounce. Yeah, that was pretty close. Ooh. I mean, she hit one at Harrisburg Tuesday night, which is rare, and we both talked about this. If she could do that more often, she'd be a force. I think next year that'll be the thing that she adds to her game, an outside shot. Syme at the top of the key of three. Nope, she's cold tonight. Not a bounds last touched by Lincoln. So the Colonels get the ball here. And three new subs coming in for the Patriots. You see uh, Kaya Jensen, a 5'11 senior. Also uh, at number 52, Aubrey McCall, 5'9 freshman. So another freshman off the bench for, uh, for Lincoln. Well, I can tell you so far that the Patriots definitely – um, know who's going to be kind of the uh, the leader with Mitchell's offense. They are zeroing in on Stabner every time down the court. Another layup for Stabner. Count it and the foul. Finally got one to go. Her first field goal tonight. <laughs> and sometimes it doesn't matter. They, they know. I mean, we know what they're going to do. They watch they the know. tape. They know what Stabner does. They still can't stop it. They're following. They're playing man-to-man defense, so they have to help every time Stabner drives the lane like that, but she's just so good at fighting through traffic and getting those layups that you just can't stop it sometimes. Fawcett checks out. Uh, Anderson Sand back in. Also, Elena Sorensen, a 5-5 senior, checking in. And the free throw is good. Stabner now with four points. Colonels with their largest lead, up 9-5 here. Coming up on three and a half to go in this opening quarter. Good start offensively for Mitchell. A lot better than Tuesday nights. And here's this uh, zone defense by Mitchell. 
Look at this zone. Yeah, it's, it's so active. They're so good at doing this. Here's a three by Sorensen. That's off the mark, and that'll be out of bounds. Last uh, touched by Lincoln off the shot, and uh, we're going to see the Colonels for substitution. Let's see, uh, Delaney, uh, Delaney Dagan checking in for Van Overshield. Dagan get more playing time here recently, the 5-4 sophomore. So great start offensively for Mitchell. Well, and defensively, too. I mean, th that zone defense has already given the Patriots fits, and nice job here just to break that press yep. offensively. But Mitchell's doing exactly what they did Tuesday night, making Lincoln beat them with their perimeter shooting. Ball movement. They can get a wide-open three here. Let's see what happens. Giblin at the top of the key. She'll drive right side. Looking at the double team, there's Stabner underneath. They kick it out three for Siebert, and that one's off the back iron. This one, Christensen got a hand on it, and she'll go to the ground. She'll save it. Wow. Give it back to Stabner. What effort. Stabner drives the baseline, kicks it out to Giblin for a three. Oh, that Ooh. one was short. Online. Another, another long rebound for Siebert, and we get a foul on Lincoln. Great effort on the boards Fantastic. By, by Christensen, and, and, and uh, Stabner saves it. Colonel's very active and energetic here tonight. Oh, that the shot from Giblin looked like it was right on the line, just barely missed, and you know she wants to get going. Yeah. I mean, she's had a couple of really disappointing games recently for him, and you know she wants to get those shots to start falling. Jensen with the foul, her first. That's now a four on Lincoln. Colonel's only with one foul. 2.40 to go. Here's a drive by Stabner, and we get a, a whistle. This will go the other way. This was, I believe, uh, a screen here by Christensen. They will call her for that. So an offensive foul on Christensen. Her first, team second. So that will turn it over. 9-5, to five, Mitchell with the lead here. 2.40 to go in this opening quarter. And Addison Sand has three for the Patriots. And Maria Syme has two. Here's a steal by Van Overshield. She'll lay it in. Nice. Van Overshield with five early points. Steal, turnover into points. Colonel's up by six. Another great start for Mitchell. Syme on the drive, out of control, leaves that one. Oh, it rolled in. It was short and then rolled in. So Syme with a quick bucket, uh, her second tonight. Yeah, great play by Syme. Kind of an awkward angle, but just got enough to get that ball to roll in. Stabner drives. Colonel's up by two. Christensen with the layup. Great give and go. Yes, sir. That was fantastic work. Getting that ball down low to Christensen. She had great position down there. She got the layup to go. Colonel's up 13-7 late first quarter. Great start for Mitchell on both ends. Here's Simon in the right corner. Stabner on her. She'll kick it out to the top of the key. A three by Sorensen. That's off the mark. Offensive rebound by Lincoln and Simon. She'll throw it left to Sand, they'll keep possession here with 30 on the shot clock. Another three by Sand. She's been off the mark tonight. She's 0 of 3 from deep. And Stabner with the rebound. Again, the, the Patriots shoot a lot of threes. They'll shoot on average 17 a game. They only hit 27%, and we can see why here. Christensen top of the key. It's knocked away. Turnover trying to get it to Stabner underneath. Syme tipped it away. Colonel's up six here with a minute 10 to go in this first quarter. Syme will dribble right. Dagan on her. Kick it back out to the top of the key. Sorensen, and we get a, a foul here. This will be on uh, Lincoln. Lincoln will turn it over on this screen. Looks like this was on uh, Jensen. This will be Jensen's second. Team's fifth. So already team uh, five team fouls here on Lincoln in the first quarter. Second on, uh, on Jensen on that screen. And that plays right into Mitchell's hands. They've had several situations this season where 
They've gotten the team into foul trouble early on, and that could mean some more free throws coming here for the Colonels in the second quarter. Minutes ago, Colonels up six. Late first quarter drive by Stabner. Layup. Oh, she missed it again. Just haven't gotten those to go tonight. Left a couple of them short. Syme brings it up aggressively, kicks it out. Here's a drive by Lincoln. Left corner three by Sand. That's an air ball. She is way off tonight. Offensive putback, though, is short by Lincoln underneath, tipped around. Stavner takes it away. Nobody wants the basketball more than she does. No, that was great work down there. I mean, she fought through a couple of Lincoln players to get that ball, just kind of ripped it away because, you know, she's just working so hard on both ends, and she wants to uh, get some offense going now in transition. Colonel's going to hold for final shots. There's about a second difference, game clock to shot clock. 15 seconds to go. Colonel's up 13-7 in this first quarter. Stabner at the top of the key, bounce pass, dangerous. Lincoln last touched it, I do believe. Yeah. Eight seconds to go, seven on the shot clock, so the Colonel's got to be urgent here. See if they can go into the locker room or go into the second quarter here with maybe an eight-point lead. Yeah, great start tonight for Mitchell. I mean, they're getting more people involved offensively. That's a great sign compared to Tuesday night, and the defense is exactly what we've been seeing, just really hard every possession and fighting hard for rebounds. Stabner gets it in, she'll drive left side, leave it off for Christensen. It's knocked out of bounds again. Last touched by Lincoln. That's happened about six times in this quarter. I like the idea. I mean, Stabner going airborne there, found Christensen late, tried to dump it down to her, but the ball got knocked out. But nice idea to get her involved. Siebert, three, top of the key, no good. Giblin, can she save it? No, there'll be two and a half seconds to go, so the Colonels cannot come up with anything on their final possession of this uh, quarter. As Christensen uh, checked in momentarily, we're going to get Stabner out for a couple of seconds as Dagan is back in. 13-7, Colonel's lead here, 2.6 seconds to go, first quarter. Somebody's got to get the ball here for Lincoln. Everybody's in the other half of the court. They get it in, sand from three, that one's no good. I think the, the uh, clock never started. Where'd the clock go? It didn't count anyway. Yeah, that, we, that should be at the end of the quarter, but the clock never started. Let's get the, 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 the clock is dead. Yeah, it says 2.6 on our digital board here. And that was enough. We, we know what th- happened. That was easily three seconds. Yeah, quarter's yeah. over. Quarter's in. Hopefully they can, yeah. they can uh, fix the clock here, and they do. All right, that's the end of the quarter. I'm calling it. 13-7. <laughs> Colonel's up by six. Four there we go. The official tick down. Oh, it's stuck at point nine now. There we go. Now there's the horn. Officially, we're done. 13-7, Colonels lead after one. Four of the five Colonel starters have scored. We're back in one minute. Colonel basketball tonight at Sioux Falls Lincoln on KORN. Good start for the Colonels, looking for win number five in a row. They lead 13-7 here at the end of one, and uh, some great defense yet again, Sean, for the Colonels. And some cold shooting by the Patriots. They only shot 19% in that first quarter. Mitchell shooting 38% and uh, getting everyone involved on uh, on offense, leading 13-7. This one tipped away. It was last touched by Giblin at half court. Colonels had that one in the right corner. Siebert got it out near half court, but it was... Knocked out of bounds. Colonel's last one to touch it. That's a turnover. 13-7. Colonel's lead here early second quarter. Maria Syme with four. Addison Sand with three. And that's your seven points for Lincoln. Only two players for the Patriots have scored. 20 on the shot clock. Syme has been kept in check. She has it at the top of the key. She's a good ball handler. Has some good size. You can tell why she's good. They get it underneath here to Lubavitch. 10 to shoot this uh, Colonel defense again, just excellent. Drive by Syme, a long jumper, boy, tough shot. Good defense by Mitchell, Syme now has six. 
Girls couldn't do much more on defense than they did. Van Overshield gets it underneath the Christensen. Kicks it out. Giblin a three at the top of the key. That one is short. Rebound fought for. Lincoln comes up with it. And Overshield to the floor. You got uh, another Lincoln player on the floor. Lincoln drives. This layup is no good by Lubavitch. And we get a a foul on Christensen. This will be her second. Team's third here with 6.54 to go in the half. Oh, it's on Stavener. Well, that's a problem. Cole Knippling wanted an explanation right there. So that's two on Stavener. She's played well. She had two fouls last week in a ball game. Didn't pick up another one after that. So that's two on Stavener. Cannot afford to have a, a third foul in this half. So here's Lubovich shooting two. The first one is no good. Still 13-9 Mitchell. Addie Seamson going to check in. And she will check in for somebody. Caitlin Christensen will check out. There we go. Seamson off the bench. We've seen uh, Delaney Dagan. And we've also seen uh, Maddie Kemp has played for about a minute in this first half. Lubavitch, her second free throw. Also no good. Rebound by Seamson. So the Colonels keep him off the board at the foul line. Drive by Stabner. Laid in. Great look. Got to make that one. She missed it again. Boy, Stabner's had a tough night. Offensively, that's that's the best look she's gotten. Thought for sure she was going to make that one. Sign brings it up, drives on Siebert, give and go. We get a third foul on Stabner, and she's probably done here for the rest of this half with 6.35 to go. Free throws for Lubavitch. That'll be a big difference here. Stabner with her third foul. Okay, let's see this. Scoreboard only has two. So let's see here. I believe, I thought Christensen picked up the foul last possession. And if that is the case, that's a big break. Scoreboard has two for Stabner. I assume it is two because she is staying in the game. So there we go. Lubavitch makes the first, misses the second, so Stabner gets that free throw. Still 13-10. Stabner only with two fouls. Yeah, that's huge for Stabner, but, I mean, now she has to be really careful about uh, picking up another foul. Good ball movement. Boy, they uh, took that around the horn. Here's Giblin at the top of the key here in the uh, right corner, left corner to uh, Seamson. 15 to shoot. Stavner, another drive, stops at the foul line. Three left side for Giblin. That one is no good. Lubovich on the rebound. Lincoln down by three. Here's a drive by Syme, and she lays it in, in the lane. She's got eight of their 12 points, and the Colonels lead down to one. Uh, and that's just too easy. I mean, the Colonels' defense did not give up easy layups like that on Tuesday night, and they got to fix that defensively. And it's an over and back. Van Overshield lost it, and it was an over and back. Stabner pleading her case. Colonels need to talk it over here. 5.46 to go in the half. Colonels, their six-point lead, down to one, 13 to 12. So Colonels take a timeout, and... And uh, things on offense, sometimes this offense goes a little bit cold, and uh, we're, we're seeing that right now in the second quarter. Yeah, it's it, it's a little bit cold, but the execution is there. I mean, Taylor Giblin's had a couple of really good looks at threes, and, man, they're so close to going down. Stabner's doing her thing. She's driving inside the lane. She's had good looks at layups. Those also are just a little bit off. So it feels a little bit like Tuesday night where, you know, the shots were kind of there, the opportunities were there, they just weren't falling right away. So hopefully the offense wakes up like it did in that second half on Tuesday night 
and they can figure things out here and try to build a lead before halftime. Yeah, for Stavener, she's got four points. He's made just one layup and a couple of free throws, and uh, she's missed about four or five just right under the basket. A couple of them uh, real good looks. We'll see if she can get going here. 5.35 to go in the half. Colonels lead 13-12. Uh, 50 points may be enough here tonight, maybe mid-40s. Syme, cross-court pass to Sand. She drives, and Giblin goes down. This will be a foul on Taylor Giblin. Her first, team's fifth. Both sides now with five fouls. Well, that's just a tough break. I mean, Giblin lost her footing there a little bit. I think she slipped from maybe some uh, a wet spot there on the floor, and she ended up tripping up a, a Patriot player, but I, it was completely unintentional. Syme throwing it in under her own basket. They get it in. Finally here, a Sand on the right side, leaves it underneath, turnover. They tried to leave it off there for Allison Honor, 5'11 senior, but could not uh, corral the pass, so a turnover. Colonels have still not scored in this second quarter. Some full court pressure put on. Stabner quickly gets it to Van Overshield. They break it with ease. Van Overshield to the lane, driving, and they're going to be an offensive foul. Charge taken as a sign. She took the charge. Foul on Van Overshield. Her first, team six. And that's another really close 50-50 call right there. Uh, Van Overshield just trying to be aggressive, you know, in transition, trying to get that call and maybe get an N1 opportunity. But that time, Syme just had really good position down low. Sand on the left side for Lincoln, moving across the court from right to left. They had a girl wide open. They throw it to Lubavitch on the right block, and it's just out of her reach. Uh, they had Allison Honor. She was jumping up and down saying, I am open. There's nobody within five feet of me. Patriots, for the most part, have been taking pretty good care of the basketball. It's only their fourth turnover in this first half with five minutes to go. Mitchell now has seven. Colonels have done a good job uh, getting past this pressure. Giblin past half court. Turns back around. Left hand now to Stabner at the top of the key. Left corner three for Siebert. That's good. Get her going. Colonels back up 16-12. to 12. That's a great sign, and that's just something she's so comfortable doing, a catch-and-shoot out there in the left wing, and uh, nothing but bottom that time. It's a really good sign for the Colonels to get her going in the second quarter. Sand in the left corner, dribbles out of the pressure. Sime at the top of the key, pass left corner. Here's a drive by Sorensen. Leaves it off for Lubavitch, and the freshman lays it in. Her first basket tonight. Well, and again, that's too easy. I mean, a lot of ball movement that time, so credit the Patriots' offense, but you got to clog the lane oh, better. two-point ball game. Giblin, a wide-open three. Finally. There it is. That should open oh. it up for her. Giblin for three. The elusive basket for Taylor Giblin. Finally got one. That's going to make her a much yep. more confident player. 19-14, back-to-back threes for Mitchell. A couple of dollars from Mitchell roofing and siding. Colonels up five halfway through this second period. Syme at the top of the key, dribbling right. She'll drive the lane, kick it out left corner. High pass. Ooh. Boy, I thought she was out of bounds. They'll save it. Pass to Sand, back to Syme with eight to shoot. Awkward charge. shot. We get a charge. Yes, sir. Syme barreled right into Stabner. You can't, she knows better. I mean, Stabner keeps her ground every time in the lane. She's so good defensively. When the offense isn't working all the time, like it's kind of been hit and miss tonight, she's so good at making things right defensively and took the charge that time. Really well done. That'll be the second foul on Maria Syme as she'll check out. Again, they have not had much offense without Syme. 
She's got eight of their 14. Who's going to score if you're Lincoln? Exactly. It's a big time for the Colonels because the ah. best player is not in the game, so you got to attack here and get some more points. Colonels throw it away off the pressure. They uh, throw it through the uh, backcourt there. Siebert could not run that one down. Big, big stretch here with, with Lincoln's best player on the bench. 3.35 yep. to go. Mitchell, they've extended their lead. They were up by one. Now they're up by five. Yeah, you got to figure she may not be back until second half with only 3.20 left. So lock down defensively, maybe get some more turnovers and get some points in transition. And the Colonels' best player, Stabner, has two fouls, but she's out there playing. 12 to shoot. They got it on the right side by Sorensen. Now they kick it left. Here's the left side three. That one is short. They still have not hit a, a three-pointer tonight. Then Overshield driving. She'll take a 15-footer. That one, no Ooh. good. Christensen underneath tips it out. Siebert a three, money. Colonels up by eight. Siebert can get hot in a hurry. Great sign again for the Colonels because that didn't come till third quarter Tuesday night. So this is a, a really great thing to see here for Mitchell in this first half. Lubavitch hits one from the left elbow from about 15 feet out. Boy, what a fast answer that was. Lubavitch just uh, popping one there from inside the lane, and great answer by the Patriots. Siebert breaks the pressure. Colonels have hit uh, four three-pointers in this first half. And Overshield gets it to Siebert. Here's Giblin. They work it around to the left corner to Seamson, who loses it, and it's out of bounds. Seamson slippery on the uh, catch. Colonels still up here, 22-16 with 2.18 to go. Stabner going to check back in. Nice run with Stabner on the bench. Seamson is out. Again, two threes for Siebert. Siebert's got a game-high eight. Ben Overshield's got five, and Giblin has the other three-pointer for Mitchell. And if you're Stabner, 2.14 left here until halftime. Be careful defensively. Yep. Don't pick up that third one. Here's a three by Sand in the right corner. Not going down. She's 0 for 5 tonight. Giblin with the rebound. Two minutes to go. Colonel's going to push it. Stabner on the left side, kicks it back out. Giblin going to drive. Giblin uh, from far out, look at that. That's so nice. Off the glass, in the lane, over a defender. That was beautifully done by Taylor Giblin. Giblin with five points, driving to her right. Colonels now up by eight. This matches their largest lead tonight. 24-16, good start for Mitchell. Again, underneath, uh, Allison Honor wide open. Jumping up and down. They can't get her the ball. Lubavitch down low. The freshman lefty. It's a tie up by Siebert. Colonel ball. Nope. It'll stay with uh, the Patriots. Well, one referee was pointing this way. Now they're changing it up. It'll be uh, it'll be Patriots ball, so good tie up by <laughs> Siebert. The referee that called the tie up was pointing Mitchell, and then he had to be corrected. As he gets Stabner out of the game here with a minute 28 to go. And uh, Maddie Kemp checks in. 11 on the shot clock for the uh, Patriots off that tie-up. They get it in here left side. Sand on the left. Five seconds to shoot. Here's a desperation three. That one is no good. Too strong on the left elbow. Then Overshield with the rebound. And we get a foul. And this will put Mitchell in the bonus with a minute 14 to go. Ben Boy. They hung in a long time on those five fouls with about a minute left in the first quarter. We thought... Mitchell might be in the bonus pretty fast, but credit the Patriots' defense. They played pretty cleanly until a minute 14 to go, and now Van Overshield's going to have some free throws. Allison Sand picks up her first foul. It's the seventh on Lincoln as Van Overshield will have a one-and-one one opportunity here as Christensen will check out. 
Minute 14 to go. Colonel's up by eight. Pair of free throws here can make this a 10-point ball game. Free throw for Van Overshield. She misses that one, and a rebound for Lincoln. So the Colonels need a defensive stop here. Whew. Van Overshield goes <laughs> flying. No foul on that one. <laughs> she did everything she could to avoid the defender, kind of bouncing on her toes and finally hit the deck there. No foul. Lubovich gives it off to Sorensen. Under a minute to go. Colonels up 24-16 at Lincoln tonight. Another right corner three, another air ball. Lincoln is O of the game from three. They're about 0 of 10 from deep. They get the offensive rebound. Do they realize it? Three seconds to shoot. They don't know how much time's left. That shot, that's an air ball. That's an air ball. Hit the back of the backboard. Shot clock violation by Lincoln. Good stop by Mitchell. Oh, man, just perfect job defensively to hold them the entire time, not giving up a wide-open look. And, yeah, I think the Patriots lost track of where that shot clock was with about five seconds to go. And uh, Mitchell getting the ball back here on another turnover and can almost wind this down depending on if they want to get the tempo going or not. There's about 1.8 seconds difference between shot and game clock here. 30 seconds to go in this half. Stavener brings it up. Stavener, Giblin, you have your starters out there for Mitchell. There you go. They're going to be patient and kind of work this ball around. Good call unless the Patriots want to foul. See if you can uh, get to the locker room with a 10-point lead on the road. Looking for win number five in a row. That puts you at 6-6. Six and six. Stavener dribbling left. Still 10 seconds to go on the shot clock. Now they got to get something going. Picks up the dribble. Van Overshield. Giblin. Three to shoot. Giblin. Desperation shots. No good. Christensen gets the rebound but can't do anything with it. So that's how the first half will end. Good start here for Mitchell. 24-16. Colonels limiting uh, the Patriots. Just 16 points in this first half. Colonels, they pretty much led this entire ball game. They've had an eight-point lead there. This their largest of the game. Saw Sioux Falls Lincoln get within one early in that second quarter. But then back-to-back threes for Siebert and Giblin extended that lead for Mitchell. So a good start on both ends. 24-16. Colonels lead here at the end of the first half. We're back in three minutes on KORN. Halftime in Sioux Falls tonight. Colonel Girls on their way to a fifth straight victory. They got a eight-point lead here at the half, leading Sioux Falls Lincoln 24-16. Colonel's offense went in a little bit of a drought there early second quarter, but then they answered with a couple of three-pointers, and uh, really uh, Sioux Falls Lincoln hasn't done much of anything on the offensive end. Yeah, I mean, that, that was the big story in that first half. I mean, normally we're talking about a lot of uh, turnovers forced by the Colonels that you know, led to some points and that kind of thing. But tonight's just been cold offense by the Patriots, shooting only 26% from the floor, going 7 out of 27. Uh, Colonels going 41% from the floor tonight, going 9 out of 22 in that first half. So that was a good sign getting uh, several uh, Colonel players involved in that first half compared to Tuesday night and holding Sioux Falls Lincoln to just 16 points. I mean, that's terrific. I mean, everything done so well defensively, and uh, offensively by the Colonels in that first half. Rebounding is really close. Mitchell leads that category 14-13. to 13. Uh, Turnovers, Mitchell 9, Patriots 5 so far. I kind of feel like the Colonels are going to be forcing more in this second half because it's kind of a low total as far as the forcing turnovers for the Colonels compared to what they're used to. I mentioned they uh, 
Averaged about 18 turnovers forced defensively during this the last three games or so. Um, and then the free throws. That's not a big story tonight at all. Normally we see the Colonels at the free throw line a lot. Just two out of four in that first half. Patriots, two out of six. So the free throw line was not really a big story in that first half. I just think it was very cold shooting by the Patriots. And good to see the Colonels taking advantage by building a lead here at halftime. Again, you look at Mitchell, all five of their starters here have scored, led by Sarah Siebert. She's got eight points, including uh, two from deep. Lauren Van Overshield, she has five. Taylor Giblin has five. Uh, Sawyer Stabner with four, and Caitlin Christensen with two points. And uh, for Sioux Falls Lincoln, they've only had three players score in this first half. Uh, half of their 16 points have come from uh, Maria Syme. They've got five from Kiera Lubovich, the freshman post player. And they've got uh, only three points from Addison Sand, the 5'8 senior guard. We've seen Sand shoot five or six three-pointers. Uh, none of them have gone down. None of them have been particularly close. And i uh, got to imagine Lincoln's about 0 of 10 from deep tonight. Not a very good three-point shooting team. So you would think at some point they'll make a couple of those threes. But you look at the Mitchell side, uh, Stadner's going to only have four points. She averages 16 on the season. She's been on a pretty good run of getting 20, 25 a game here over the past couple of weeks. So uh, you would think uh, Stainer's going to probably end up with at least 15 or 16 tonight. Yeah, I mean, we, we pretty much figure she's going to get going in the second half. She just kind of has to feel things out. And the great thing for her is she's getting support tonight. I mean, first half against Harrisburg, she was 90% of their offense, and they only had 16 points at halftime. This time tonight, you got Giblin getting involved. That was a great sign. Van Overshield got involved. Siebert hit a couple of threes. That's the way it looks when Mitchell's playing their best basketball. And to hold Lincoln to 16 points, that is A-plus defensive work. And, of course, the shots aren't falling tonight for the Patriots, but I think you got to credit the Colonels' defense a lot for that because they're kind of rattling them a lot with their zone defense. The only time the Colonels have gotten in trouble defensively is when they have blown assignments and the Patriots have had easy layups. If they stay away from that mm -hmm. in the second half, I like the Colonels' chances to keep this winning streak going. Scores from around the state tonight to other double-A girls. Scores close one in Pier tonight. The Pier Governors uh, giving number one O'Gorman a game. O'Gorman only leads by six at the half in Pier tonight, 33-27. to Also uh, out west, it's number four, Rapid City Stevens. At number five, Rapid City Central. The uh, two Rapid City teams pretty good this year. They're combined 19 and two on the season. That game uh, coming up at eight o'clock Central Time tonight. And uh, Watertown they make the uh, trip out to the Rapid City area to take on Douglas tonight. Uh, elsewhere across the state, girls basketball, McCook Central Montrose girls they win at Parker tonight, 55 to 40. And uh, Hanson they defeat Bridgewater Emory, 57. 42, and this one about to go final. Looks like Mount Vernon Plankington uh, going to get a win at winner tonight. So a minute to go, and they're up by six at 41 to 35. So some other area scores from around the states. We're back in 90 seconds with the second half here tonight at Sioux Falls Lincoln. Colonels looking to get back to the 500 mark with their fifth straight win. On their way to it, up 24-16 at the half. We're back in 90 seconds on KORN. About to get the second half underway, second half buzzer. Travis Grins and Sean Michaels here tonight, coming up on a quarter until eight. Colonel Girls Basketball, you can only hear it right here on KORN. 
Colonels, they'll bring out Giblin, Stabner, Siebert, Christensen, and Van Overshield. For Lincoln, they've got Sand, Fawcett, Honor, Lubovich, and Syme. Syme is back out there. She picked up two fouls. Nice give and go. Layup Van Overshield is good. Beautiful pass at the foul line by Stabner. Colonels have their largest lead tonight, up 10. Yeah, that was terrific execution to start this game by the Colonels, going right at the basket and a great pass to Van Overshield. Syme, that lefty, that one's no good. The putback by Lincoln is good. Allison Honor with her first points tonight on the offensive rebound. 26-18 Mitchell early here in the third. Colonels went on that 10-0 run in that third quarter on Tuesday night. See if they can go on a big run and close this game out here. Up by eight right now. Stabner on the left baseline. Three by Giblin. That one is short. Rebound for Syme. Can you get a third foul on Syme here early in this third quarter? Maybe get her back on the bench because Lincoln didn't do much with their leading score on the bench for that second half of that second quarter. Minute gone by, Colonel's up by eight. Lubovich at the top of the key. She'll dribble off left, give it off to Fawcett, who was scoreless tonight. Here's Syme, 15-foot jumper, no good. Van Overshield with the rebound. Stabner brings it up. She looks to drive. She's in the lane right side. This one, she leaves it short again. Tough night for Stabner. Some contact, no foul. Here comes Syme, dribbling up the left side. She's had a tough night. She has uh, eight points. Nice pass underneath. Layup is no good. Put back, also no good by Honor. Here's Lubovich. It hits the bottom of the rim. Another opportunity, and Van Overshield barrels into sand. So Lincoln, you put them right underneath the basket, and they still can't hit it. Honor had a couple shots. Lubovich. And Van Overshield picks up her second foul. Boy, a couple of point-blank looks at layups there for Lincoln. Did not fall, so great defense down low there by the Colonels. They get it in, nearly turn it over. Over Lubovich has it down low. They kick it out for a wide-open three, and that one was an air ball. Wow, Addie four Fawcett. looks. Four looks for the Patriots on that possession that come up empty. I mean, that's the kind of night it's been for Lincoln shooting here on their home floor, but uh, the Colonels' defense just really, really stingy. Stabner, four points for her, drives left off glass. There it Finally is. gets one to go. Stabner now with six points. That Colonel laid back up to 10. Two minutes gone by in this second half. Colonels up 28 to 18. They can get to 50 points. They're going to win this ballgame tonight. Lincoln only with 18, and they average 44 on the season. Giblin tips it away momentarily. Syme recovers. She has it left side. Kicks it off right to Fawcett. 14 to shoot. Lubovich with a free throw line jumper. That's good. That was a really nice pass to Lubovich. Just last second finding her at the free throw line. Colonels weren't on top of that pass, and she had a good look at the jumper. Stabner gets it to Siebert in the right corner. She'll pop a three. That one's too long. Rebound for Syme, and she'll push it for Lincoln. Lincoln down eight here early third quarter. Simon the left side, Lubovich down low, pass no good. Colonel's got a rebound, last touched by Lubovich. She's had a nice night. She's got seven for Lincoln. Timeout Lincoln, and we've seen a lot of freshmen play and start, and if you're a freshman, you're probably pretty good if you're starting. Van Overshield yeah. for Mitchell, and Lubovich for, for Lincoln's had a nice night tonight. Oh, yeah, easy to see the potential there. Uh, we know about Van Overshield. I mean, from day one when she's come off the bench, we noticed right away she's got a ton of energy, on both ends of the floor, kind of one of their energy players that kind of sparks them when they have lulls. And, I mean, she's always attacking the basket, similar to Stabner. 
but yeah, I mean, if you're a freshman playing, it could be because you're a young team, but also because you've earned it. And yeah. I, I, I really enjoy what I've seen from Van Overshield all season long. 28-20, to 20, uh, Colonel's leading here. Uh, both teams have scored four points in the uh, first three minutes of this half. Lincoln, I just don't know how Lincoln's offense is going to get going. They've had looks at three. They've had looks underneath the basket. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's frustration. I mean, it's when, when you're a team that doesn't have the shots going down, you're, you're not playing with as much confidence as you normally would because then you start to doubt yourself a little bit when they're used to hitting threes. Uh, but, again, I think that's a lot of the Colonels' defense, too. They're making life tough here tonight, not giving them wide-open looks. No pressure this time for Lincoln as they call a, a timeout. Colonels have all five timeouts remaining. Lincoln down to three. One-team foul for Mitchell this half. Sioux Falls Lincoln yet to pick up a foul in the third quarter. Three for Van Overshield's right corner, and we get a foul, and that'll be three free wow. throws for Van Overshield to maybe make this an 11-point game. You hardly ever see Ooh. that. Pretty sure this is going to be... The first time she's been at the line after being fouled from three-point range. But, yeah, and that's a, that's the kind of foul you just don't want to take if you're the Patriots. And the good news for Mitchell, that was on Syme. Is that Syme? Oh, third. boy. And if she's not out there, they're not going to win. That's going to be rough. That's going to be rough for Lincoln to find the offense that their best player is going to have to sit down. Van Overshield with the free throw makes it a nine-point lead here. Syme now has three fouls. She's staying in for now. Got to keep her in. You're down 29-20. Second free throw for Van Overshield. No good. So Syme is out. And they will bring in Elena Sorensen, 5-5 guard. Boy, got to try to get at least one free throw here when you get three. Made the first one. Missed the second. And the uh, third one is good. So two of three from the line. Good night for Van Overshield. And she's got nine. She now leads Mitchell. She's got a game-high nine for the freshman. Ten-point lead for the Colonels. 4.45 to go, third quarter. Playing very well tonight. Looking for win at number five in a row. Pass intercepted by Stadner. You can see that one coming. Bad Who pass else? by Sand. Give and go. Giblin underneath. She'll dribble it back out. Find Siebert. Right side. Dribble drive. She kicks it out. Van Overshield hot from three. Nice. Good. Van Overshield pouring <laughs> it in. She, oh, so well done. I mean, she just came over, set up there just uh, to the right of the top of the key, and they found her, Stabner, just moving that ball around, and nothing but net that time. Good-looking shot. 13-point lead for the Colonels halfway through this third quarter. Van Overshield with 12 to lead everybody tonight. She's got seven points in this quarter. This one knocks. Uh, Stabner knocks it out of bounds. <laughs> Even dove after it the last second. I mean... She's always on attack mode and extra effort. I mean, she never takes a possession off. And again, she's only got six, but Van Overshield's got 12 tonight for Mitchell, and Siebert's got eight. So those other folks carrying the offense. Addie Seamson checks in, Giblin to the bench. Colonel's up 13 here, halfway through the third. Drive underneath by Sorensen, kicks it out, nearly throws it away. Sand beats the shot clock. Lubavitch puts it back. Count it and the foul. This one might be on Stabner. Almost 3.47 to go. It's an 11-point lead. It was on Stabner. Stabner's third. They'll keep her in here, I'm sure. And Lubavitch to the line. She now has uh, team high in points. Lubavitch misses the free throw. Christensen with the board. So Lubavitch with nine. This one's out of bounds. Last touch by the Patriots. So Giblin's going to come in. Stabner are going to sit here. So both teams' number one options on the bench 
with three fouls. Thing is, the Colonels can score without Stabner tonight. That's what they're figuring out, right? I mean, Van Overshield hit a couple of threes. You got Seabert that's been uh, hitting some shots. So I think they feel comfortable resting Stabner for now, unless Lincoln puts a quick run together. And again, he can run some clock, get some wide open threes. You got Seabert's got two of them. Van Overshield's got two of them. Seamson loses it. Pass to her underneath the basket. Stolen by Lincoln. Lincoln driving right in front of Seabert. You got a Good Lord, just like a missile. There you go. It is a charge. That's got to be, yeah. I mean, <laughs> out of control. It's that almost was... as if she didn't see the uh, defender right in front of her. I mean, that's just out of control. That's just trying to force things and being too aggressive. Elena Sorensen with the charge right there. Just barreled all over Siebert. She went flying. Second foul on her. Two fouls on the Patriots. 3.22 to go in the third. Curdles up 33-22. A little bit of pressure. Giblin trying to dribble out of the pressure. Does get it past half court. Dribbling left in front of her bench. She's double teamed, and we get a timeout. Colonels will take their first of the ball game. 3.14 to go in this third quarter. Colonels lead 33-22. That's who falls Lincoln tonight. We're back in one minute on KORN. Colonels take their first time out here. Still up 11 with 3.14 to go in the third. Stabner with three fouls. She'll uh, sit out here. And Mariah Sine, Lincoln's best player, she'll sit out here. She also has three fouls in this third quarter. Giblin in that left corner. She's stuck. Double team finally gets it to Siebert. It's knocked away. Here's a drive. Layup by Lincoln. Oh, look at Siebert. Clapping her hand. Sorensen missed the layup again. Siebert didn't even try to play defense. She just clapped her hands, and that... Threw her off. Lincoln steals it from Van Overshield. Interesting defense by Siebert. I don't think I've ever seen that. I mean, you're literally just trying to distract the shooter instead of going after the ball, and it works. Sorensen drives underneath the basket, kicks it out. Sand for three, and she misses another one. Christensen with the rebound. Neither team doing much offense here in this third quarter. Giblin brings it up, 2.25 to go. Colonels, if nobody scores the rest of the game, Colonels are fine with that. Oh, they'll take a 33-22 victory here. Ten minutes to go in the ballgame. Siebert right side, Christensen at the top of the key. Giblin, when the Colonels have been good, it's been ball movement. Lots of good ball movement. Ball kind of sticking right now, not a whole lot of movement. Well, and I like this strategy with uh, Stabner out. Work on that clock. Don't, don't give Lincoln extra possessions. Siebert hits a three at the top of the key. That's her third triple tonight. And that's perfect to hit that, you know, use the clock and hit the three. That was a perfect possession. Colonels blowing out Lincoln tonight, up by 14, late third quarter. Sand underneath, bounce pass to Fawcett, who is scoreless. She'll put it up off glass, no good. Put back is good for Allison Honor. Lincoln still down 36-24 here. Colonels get past the pressure. Van Overshield right side, she'll pop a three. That one was quick in the shot clock. Lincoln pushing. Here's Fawcett. Nice defense by the eighth grader. Seamson to push it out of bounds. That was great defense by Seamson trailing on that play because it looked like that was an open lane for a layup there for the Patriots. So really well done and also not picking up a foul. Great defense. Van Overshield will check out. Uh, Sawyer Stabner comes in for Mitchell. Minute 24 to go. Third quarter. Colonel's up by a dozen. Lincoln gets it in. They bring a back seam as well. So the two number one options back out there. Here's a three by Sorensen. They still haven't made one from the right edge. And we get a foul here on uh, 
That'll be on, it'll be on Lincoln. That'll be on Aubrey McCall, her first, team's third. Colonels did great with Stabner out there for a couple minutes. They actually extended their lead. Colonels up 36-24 with the ball. Stabner back in for his last minute. Good ball movement, wide open right corner three. Siebert hits another one. Four three-pointers for Siebert. She has a game-high 14. And just keep feeding her. I mean, she's feeling it tonight. She had some in the first half, and that's kind of her thing, just set her up in rhythm like that, catch and shoot, 50-50. I mean, she makes them every other time. Largest lead tonight, 39-24. It's stolen. Stabner, coast to coast, layup left side, misses another one. Seamson can't make it. Colonel, that would have been a big one, would have put him up 17. Can't make it off the turnover. 30 seconds to go. Lincoln getting outscored in this period, 15-8. to eight. Awkward shot goes down in the lane for Syme. Her first points of the half, she has 10. Hang on to this if you're Mitchell. 18 seconds left. you got a nice 13-point lead. Take some momentum into this fourth quarter. Yep, you should go into the fourth quarter up by at least 13, if not 15 or 16. Give it to Siebert, right wing, wide open. Four seconds. Four seconds to go. Colonel's going to... Get a shot by Stabner. Oh, she got it. <laughs> Ball was on the ground on that left baseline, and Stabner uh, hit a 15-foot jumper to beat the buzzer. With one second left, she just happened to find the ball, pick it up on the baseline, just put it up there, kind of flick of the wrist, and it goes in to beat the buzzer. Oh, boy, what a great finish to the quarter. Looked like the Colonels were going to turn it over there, but nope, 41-26. Colonels outscore Lincoln in that third quarter, 17-10. to Colonels eight minutes away from five wins in a row. Can they hold on to a 15-point lead? I think they will. We're back in one minute on KORN. Lincoln with the ball down by 15 as we start this fourth quarter. Travis and Sean with you tonight. KORN right side jumper is good by Syme. She now has... 12 points, Colonel lead down to 13 here. And now the Patriots supplying that uh, backcourt pressure here right away, trying to uh, force some mistakes by the Colonels. Colonels can run some clock, get some good shots, and this one stolen at half court. Bad pass by Seamson. Layup is good. That's by Sorensen, her first bucket tonight. First bench points for anybody in this game. And this is where the Colonels need to be careful. Can't be giving up quick points in a hurry like that. When you're up by 11, I mean, you got to be careful with seven minutes to go. You get a foul here. That one was a close one. Fawcett, her second foul, team's fourth. 7-11 to go. Mitchell leads 41-30. to I mean, you know with this Patriots team, they're going to be digging in, trying to play a little bit more aggressively, trying to force the issue. So the question is for the Colonels, can they weather the storm? Because there's going to be something coming here by the Patriots. They'll put together a rally. Can they weather the storm and finish this game? you got four timeouts. You can utilize those to your advantage. Giblin at the top of the key, 25 to shoot. Runner seven to go. Siebert high pass to Stabner underneath. Christensen layup is good. So nice. Siebert, Stabner, Christensen in that right corner. Girls That's it. Up. Just perfect ball movement. I think everyone touched it on that possession and a great job finding Christensen underneath. Sorensen on the... Right elbow, Stabner knocks that out of bounds. 6.38 to go, Mitchell up by 13. Colonels have 43 points. Their season high 
is 56. They had that last Friday night versus Sturgis, so they're only 13 away from tying their season high. And that's when they had really balanced scoring in that game, and that's what they've been having here tonight as well. Syme at the top of the key here with 12 to shoot. Stolen by Stabner. Stabner <laughs> going to go coast to coast. Layup. And one. And one. That should about do it. 15-point lead. 6.23 to go. Slow to get up here. There's a Mitchell player slow to get up. That is Van Overshield. As she's a little ginger hobbling along. She'll hop on out here with the Simpson coming in. So layup for Stabner off the turnover. Great to see that from Sawyer Stabner. You know with this lead, they're going to be even more focused defensively to try to put this game away. And last possession, she almost got a steal, kind of poked the ball away out of bounds. And that time she grabbed it, took it the other way, and now she's at the free throw line to make it N1. And she misses the free throw. Christensen, though, with the putback and good. Largest lead tonight. Colonel's up by 17. Christensen with the back-to-back layups. She's got six. Stabner's got 10. Siebert's got uh, 13. Colonel's blowing out Lincoln tonight. 47-30. We got six minutes to go. What a turnaround this season has been for Mitchell. Drive by Syme off the back iron. No good. Rebound by Stabner. Comes out of the pile with the ball. 5.50 to go. Colonel started 1-6. A team that lost virtually everybody from last year. Giblin was a returner. Stabner was a returner. That was it as far as anybody that played any significant time. Christensen at the foul line. Stabner underneath. It's tipped away, but it's fouled. Sioux Falls Lincoln will pick up a foul. It'll be on Jensen, her third, team six. So Colonel's going to ice this game with free throws potentially. Yeah, and that was great because they're, they're starting to work on clock now, moving the ball around with this nice 17-point lead, and that foul was late in the shot clock. So they get the ball out of bounds and a fresh shot clock. So... Just uh, so well done here by the Colonels, protecting that basketball and working on this lead. At this point, Colonels up 47-30. to 30. They're up 17. Stabner lays it in to make it a 19-point lead. I mean, Lincoln's not going to score 19 points that, that, in, in, in five minutes. And, yeah, the way the Colonels are playing defense, not likely. And uh, that was so well done out of bounds. They completely lost Stabner, running all over the court, drove the baseline, got the dish, and... Got that easy layup to make this lead 19. Lubavitch in the lane at the free throw line. They kick it out right side for a three. They still have not made a three-pointer tonight. Sand, though, gets her own rebound and lays it in. Lincoln has not hit a three-pointer tonight. Giblin on the right side. Five minutes to go. Mitchell up 49-32. Yeah, I mean, this Colonel team is just completely different from opening night. It's just amazing how much they've improved in this first half of the season. Really, really impressive. Stabner, right corner three. That one is no good. Siebert knocks out of bounds with 4.44 to go. Colonels have two games next week. They will be at Sioux Falls Lincoln Tuesday night. We will not have that game. We'll be at the Corn Palace with the boys game Tuesday versus Jefferson, I should say. And then at Roosevelt. They'll be at Roosevelt coming up on Thursday. Another one stolen by Stabner. Tipped it underneath uh, that entry pass. She's everywhere. Wow. And she's a sophomore. Oh, my gosh, yeah. The, the yeah. ceiling for Sawyer Stabner is so high. Just really, really impressive what she's done for this team this season. 4.15 to go. Giblin on the right side, 15 to shoot. Colonel's up by 17 here late fourth quarter. Stabner now to Seamson at the top of the key. 10 to shoot. Siebert going to drive. Now they kick it out. Wide open three for Giblin. That's Ooh. no good. 
Back iron rebound, Stabner. She might have picked up her fourth foul with four minutes to go. What do we got here? Well, they're still talking things over. It'll be on Mitchell. Be the uh, third foul of the half. Is I all think on it's Mitchell. on Seamson. I saw the referee, I believe, was flashing 32 to the bench. And it will be on Seamson, her first. And they'll, you know, they'll live with that. Just uh, trying to get a rebound there after a shot. And a good open look shot there again, but... That time it didn't fall, but that's all right. The way they're playing defense, they can live with that. 49-32, 17-point lead with 3.45 to go. Colonels win. They'll be 6-6. Six and six. A Lincoln loss would put them also at 6-6. Six and six. Syme at the top of the key. Dribbling left. Nothing inside. They get it to Fawcett. She'll drive the baseline, leave it for Lubavitch. It's under the hoop. No good. Siebert underneath. That'll be Mitchell Ball on the tie-up. And the big thing for Mitchell, they were outside of the top 16 a week ago. They need a wins versus Sturgis and Spearfish. Colonels were 17th in seed points. They're now 11. They've jumped six spots in a week. And Lincoln came into this game eighth in seed points. Mitchell now at 11. Mitchell may maybe bump up to that 10 spot. They, they, want, they, they don't want to be in that bottom four or five. Um, a top eight seed. It, it's uh, it's going to be tough because those last five games are against those top five teams. But but right now the Colonels uh, playing like maybe maybe a more of a 10 seed, which would be great for them. You know, I, I like where they're at, kind of flying under the radar because, I mean, anyone paying attention doesn't want to play the Colonels right now because they're playing so well, especially defensively. I love the effort by Seabird on the other end, getting that rebound and fighting off the defender and earning some free throws, and then they get the rebound yep. off the free throw attempt that was missed. Siebert misses the 1-1. One one. Colonels now in the bonus. Seven fouls on Lincoln. Out of bounds, last touch by the Patriots here. 3.08 to go. 49-32, another great defensive effort. Colonels going to win their fifth in a row. They've been giving up only 40 points per game here these last four. That's going to be right around 40 tonight, if not a little bit less. Two games, uh, again, uh, uh, versus Jefferson and versus Roosevelt's. We'll be back in Sioux Falls twice again next week. Under three to go, five to shoot for Giblin. Wide open three. That one's oh, good. man, nothing but net. Sweet-looking shot from Giblin over on the right side there. She's had a couple of those tonight, and I know that's got to feel good to her. To beat the shot clock, Giblin now with eight tonight. A couple of threes. Mitchell's lead now up to 20. Lubavitch from the foul line, no good. Van Overshield with the board. Two and a half to go. Colonels up by 20. What a second half for Mitchell, led by eight. Every quarter, they've increased that lead, led by six at the end of one. Eight-point halftime lead, 15-point lead to start this quarter. Drive by Giblin underneath the basket. Three left corner, Van Overshield short. Rebound Lincoln. Just when I thought, wish when we thought Lincoln would go on a run, uh, they went on a little 4 nothing run. And that was about it. They got within 11, and now they're down 20 with two minutes to yeah, go. Yeah, never, never did get that big rally. I mean, the Colonels' defense has never taken their foot off the gas in this half. Lincoln only 16 points in the first half and stuck on only 16 points right now in this half with under two minutes to go. I mean, the Colonels' defensive game plan tonight has been terrific. Out of bounds, last touch by Mitchell. Christensen is out. We're going to empty the bench here. Number 10, Delana Hinkle. Giblin is out with eight points. Here's uh, Dagan checking in again, Delaney uh, Dagan. 
I think Lincoln has also started to empty out, empty out their bench as well here in these last two minutes. Stabner knocks it away, and we're going to get a foul on Van Overshield. Fourth foul on Mitchell, minute 46 to go. And just, you know, to further the point of defense, we talked about taking away their best player like they did Tuesday night. The, I, I, I believe they had a solid game plan again for their best player, Syme, because Syme has certainly not been much of a factor here tonight. She averages 13 on the season, had 12 tonight. Colonels also bring in Cadence Halverson, 5'2", junior. Everybody going to have a chance to play tonight. And also well, Kiera Hofer. There's in. a huge round of applause, yeah, for number four that just checked in for Mitchell. This one off the mark, another three-pointer. No good for Lincoln. We get a foul. This will be on Hofer, her first, team's fifth. Minute 34 to go. Colonels up 52-32. And they're outscoring... Lincoln in this fourth quarter, 11-6. A couple free throws here for Lincoln. First one is no good by Allison Honner. Siebert will check out. She had a great night shooting. Here comes Delaney Zoss, the 5'9 freshman, checking in. Another free throw. This one is good for Honner. She's got five. 52-33, Mitchell up here with 90 seconds to go. Culver's postgame show up next, and got to imagine another uh, happy postgame interview with head coach Cole Knippling coming up next. Oh, yeah. I mean, coach has got to be absolutely thrilled with what he saw here tonight. Just the overall effort, the defensive intensity, and his offense got everybody involved in this game and another tough environment on the road. It's been really great to see. No bench points, but uh, everybody else, uh, six points for Christensen, eight for Giblin. Everybody else had double digits. So great night offensively and defensively for Mitchell. 12 to shoot. Here's Zoss on the left side. And give it to uh, Hofer. Hofer's going to drive, lose it, and we're going to foul. So Hofer shooting two with a minute three to go. Whenever those folks, those younger kids that don't get into the game, finally get into the game, the bench is excited, the it's fans exciting. are excited. Some of those uh, JV sophomores getting in. Yeah, good for them. And another another good sign for Coach Knippling that, you know, uh, his regulars had their game so much, un, you know, under control that he's able to get these other players in and get some playing time. Folks that we don't even have in the roster are in the game. So right. Uh, we're going deep. Apologies to number 33, number 30. Who's number 30? Long hair, 33. Minute three to go. Hofer makes the second free throw. So Hofer, some of her first points of the season, gets that Mitchell lead back up to 20. 53-33, minute to go. Lincoln, they've also emptied their bench. Lincoln, again, they did not hit a three-pointer in this ballgame. They shot plenty of them. This one stolen, tipped away, Hofer with the steal, but Lincoln comes right back with it. They weren't looking for the pass that time. Oh, that one, a nice block right there by... Great defense. Hofer's all over the place. Colonel's driving, layup is good. That one, I believe, was Halverson. Halverson with her first bucket of the season. 55-33, 20 seconds to go. Lincoln ball should be their last shot at it. They'll take a three left corner and no good. Rebound for Halverson. Trav, they're a bucket away from their season high. I think they're going to stay a bucket away, 55-33. Yeah, they're just going to dribble this out. That's the right thing to do. 
Colonels with a good road to win again. They've won two in a row on the road, five in a row overall. 55-33, a very happy Mitchell Colonel bus ride home. 55-33. Colonels, their biggest win of the season by margin. A team that was 1-6 is now 6-6. Six six. Post-game show coming up next, brought to you by Culver's. We're back in two minutes on KORN. Culver's post-game show, reaction to the action. Uh, Cole Knippling joins us. Another win, five in a row. <laughs> uh, defense was on point, and where this team was a month ago, one and six. You've won five in a row, and it's uh, <laughs> it's been quite the turnaround here this past couple weeks. You know, I just they keep surprising me. I guess they don't surprise me anymore. I really expect it out of them now. But yeah, like you said, you look back when we we're one and six. I really didn't think we'd be six and six. No. But I'm so proud of how they they've really just grown up and they play as such a good unit. You know, like defensively. Swells Lincoln's running a ton of cutting actions that normally would throw a zone for a loop, and they were just checking it off and staying solid. I thought we did a good job there. And then offensively, we're not, you know, like early on in the year when we were 1-6, we we're really forcing shots. Everything felt like it was kind of one-on-one. We share the ball so well now. We're getting a lot of assisted baskets, and I think that's a big difference too. I mean, you, you just look at this team. You've got a freshman who starts. You've got a, yeah. a sophomore who's outstanding and so your steamer taylor giblin finally hit a how big was that for her to get a couple yeah. shots to go and uh she can obviously uh, hit from three yeah that's i mean geez we really shot well when you got taylor lauren and sarah all three hitting shots it makes it really hard to guard because they, you know then anytime sawyer drives and you help that we're in trouble and i just thought they did a good job to keep moving the Keep, keep keeping the ball moving as they go. I'll tell you what, Sawyer Stabner is just, she's really become next level player. I mean, she's she's one of the best ones in the state. Like defensively, she's going to get balls that most girls can't, but she just is so quick. She can look like she's in one place and end up stealing it in another. Um, just really proud of her. That was, that was really fun to watch. We know what she's going to do. She's going to drive to the basket. They know mm -hmm. what she's going to do. They 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 they, they kill, still can't stop her. A few of those shots didn't go down for her tonight, but it yeah. seems like it's so easy for her just to get to the basket. It is. You know, that's just that's that's her pure athleticism. She is such a special athlete. Long arms, big hands, and just really good body control. And so, um, yeah, I mean, like we kept running. Like, it kind of got boring. I kind of laughed. They said we're just going to keep running this yeah. play until they figure it out because you know, like they weren't showing on the ball screen to stop it, and they were going underneath it. So she's turning the corner with the head of steam. Like nobody's going to stop. Her. Um, and she, you know, and I'm telling you, by the time she's done, she's going to have that stop and pop. So when they go under, she's going to stop and bury a three at the top, and she will be borderline unguardable. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like, you know, maybe not quite ever this year, but she's getting close, and by next year, that will be a part of her arsenal. Her free throws have starting to come around. Mm -hmm. She's more comfortable at three. Mm -hmm. She's at a couple of three-pointers here recently. So a couple more trips to Sioux Falls. You got Jefferson. Mm -hmm. You got Roosevelt, and uh, see the, see if you can keep this thing rolling yeah. uh, here. Uh, where do we eat tonight? Chick-fil-A. That's what the girls keep on want. Going. So dang right. Good as stuff. long as we keep winning, uh, there you, you go. Culver's when they get back. Thank you, Culver's. There you go. Everybody there you go. gets Culver's tonight as well. <laughs> so uh, good luck. Enjoy the the chicken, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you, guys. Appreciate everything you do. Golik and Implane up here again. Five in a row for the Colonels. Uh, five in a row here for Mitchell. And it, it all started with that game versus Pier. wasn't the prettiest thing we've ever seen two weeks ago against Pier. It was 45-41. I think Mitchell won the fourth quarter 6-5. to five. But they, you, you, you just get that one win. You play Sturgis and Spearfish, you get three in a row. You get some confidence. Uh, it didn't look very good in that first half Tuesday versus Harrisburg. You come out 10-0 run second half. You win that one. You really dominate this game here tonight. You really dominate, and you pretty much lead uh, from the opening tiff, uh, tip. And, and you win by, by 22 points. This was uh, 
this was probably their most impressive performance of the season. Yeah, because the defense was there and the offense was there. That hasn't always been the case uh, this season for them, but they got off to a fast start that they needed to, got everyone involved on the offense, and you know, when, when Stabner took some time to get going, she had Giblin picking her up, she had Sieber picking her up, and uh, th- this team really has um, improved so much since opening night. Kind of looked like it might be a long season for them, but yeah, that's all it takes is just a couple of wins that kind of becomes infectious and uh, that, that gives you so much confidence, and, and that's what winning teams need is confidence to kind of fuel them. And uh, as long as they keep on doing what they do defensively every night. Be you know, every game. That's be the thing. It's like the best teams do it every night. They don't take a night off. And it's all the effort plays. Coach was talking about Sawyer Stabner going after balls that a lot of players don't. It's because she is willing to do that. She's willing to do all the things that uh, some players won't do as far as when you don't have the ball. You know, I mean, she's always looking for a way to affect a game mm-hmm. defensively, getting in passing lanes, creating turnovers, finding uh, her teammates to get involved in the game when she drives in the lane, kicks it out to Christensen down low for an easy layup or kicks it out to Siebert for a three or, here, let me find Taylor Giblin who's been struggling. Let's get her some looks so she can get her confidence going. And it's just uh, really impressive to see how well they play as a team uh, for such a young team and just the strides that they've taken since the start of the season. So it's uh, really great to see this five-game winning streak, and that's going to be really good for them as the schedule gets tougher going on. And, and we talk about Sawyer Stabner a lot. She's very impressive as a sophomore. They was, feed off of her. Yeah, and it, it was a total team effort tonight. But uh, Mitchell, I mean, it is, you know, basketball capital of the state, the Corn Palace, and, and the great history of the Colonels. And when you see somebody like a Caden Hinker, you know, second most points ever, and we'll see him tomorrow night, and, He's obviously uh, etched his name as one of the all-time greats in Colonel Boys basketball, and uh, the list goes on and on for the Colonel girls. And you got you got Sawyer Stabner, who's who's going to be there. I mean, she's not even halfway through her high school career, and uh, you know she she's been very impressive thus far. Impressive as a freshman last year, and uh, she is another in a long line of of historic Colonel players on the girls' side. And this was kind of a new role for her, too, being, being the point guard. And, boy, how she has blossomed in such a short amount of time. And uh, the ceiling for her is so high. I mean, a couple years from now when she's a senior, uh, she might be one of the biggest forces in the state. I mean, she's got the inside game down pat. She's got the defense down pat really well. And um, if those shots start to fall for her more often and she starts to implement the threes as another part of her game, as we go down the line, I mean, she really will be one of the best players in the state. And, um, you know, what a lucky team they've got to have her kind of leading the way and showing those leadership skills as a sophomore because they really are feeding off of her. And uh, it's just it's really impressive to see where the Colonels are now compared to opening night. And like we've said, she, she just doesn't have that outside shot yet. Right. So there's more to come. She is good <laughs> yeah, as she is amazing. now on offense and defense when she can hit a 15-foot jumper consistently. Can hit a three-pointer every now and then, uh, like Coach said, uh, be, become almost unguardable. So another win for Mitchell. They're at 6-6. Six and six. Lincoln falls to 6-6. Six and six. 55-33 your final tonight. 14 points for Sarah Sieberts. 12 each for uh, Sawyer Stabner and Lauren Van Overshield. 8 for Taylor Giblin. Hit a couple of threes. Uh, 6 for Caitlin Christensen. Also, we saw Kira Hofer with a free throw at the end of this one. Eight threes tonight for Mitchell. That is $24 for Mitchell uh, roofing and siding. 
We're back tomorrow night. Looking forward to the boys' matchup at the Corn Palace. Sioux Falls, Lincoln, and Mitchell. We'll have the pregame show at 645 with that tip-off at 7 o'clock coming up uh, tomorrow night at the Corn Palace. Been a while since we've seen the boys and uh, coming off. Uh, they've won five in a row as well. Uh, coming off big wins at Sturgis and Spearfish. Now we get to see the Sioux Falls schools. How's Mitchell uh, stack up versus the Sioux Falls schools? We'll see Lincoln coming up tomorrow. Yep, yeah, and they're going to be a confident team as well, just like the girls are, uh, winning several in a row. And the offense has been really efficient during their winning streak. And um, it's going to be a good test tomorrow night. It's going to be a great atmosphere, playing a team that's feeling pretty good about themselves, you know, pulling off the upset on Thursday night and, you know, getting into the 80s. So the Colonels know they're playing a team that can put up some points as well. And I guarantee you they are not going to go into that game taking it lightly. They'll be ready. Colonels win tonight. Girls have won five in a row, 55-33. They win at Sioux Falls Lincoln. We'll see you tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at the Corn Palace for the boys versus the Patriots.